Hi, John. How are you this week? Good, Elliot. How have you been? I've been good, too. Um, so everybody knows we're actually sitting next to each other for the first time. In oh, all you of... ruined the surprise. I know. <laughs> uh, we're, we happen to have a, the same meeting in uh, one of our offices in Cleveland, so we decided to do this uh, in person. So this week, the House Financial Services uh, a subcommittee of that committee, the, uh, I've got to spell this whole thing out, a subcommittee on national security, international development, and monetary policy held a hearing. And they held a hearing about central bank digital currencies. I'm assuming you uh, saw that uh, notice of the hearing? Yeah, by reading the subcommittee name, we've used up our five minutes, but let me try to <laughs> say, yeah. In, in addition to the fact that the House Financial Services Committee and various subcommittees have done a lot of work in the national security money lender prevention space throughout throughout the year. This is just another example. I thought to me, what was particularly poignant about the hearing was basically academic types and advocacy groups talked about what's the potential downside and, and upsides of central bank currencies and digital currencies. And they looked at some things that we care about, potential to um, enhance money laundering uh, activities, sort of more unique uh, operations there. Sanctions evasion was another space. Um, you know, there's some, there's some real positives going to central bank digital currency, but obviously a lot of things we don't know. Yes, and while we've heard a lot about virtual currencies, just a reminder to our listeners that central bank digital currencies are really just what they sound like. They are the central bank of a country uh, having a digital currency that is a representation of their paper coin fiat currency. Um, so this is different than uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of the other uh, virtual currencies, but it does uh, play into that same space. Um, there were a lot of national security considerations that were identified. One that was interesting, actually a couple, but one that was interesting uh, that uh, was the fact that dollar primacy um, is considered a national security issue. Uh, the fact that um, so much of world commerce is actually uh, transacted in dollars, um, and that um, as these uh, central bank digital currencies come online, um, and there's only a couple that are online currently, um, that uh, that could impact um, the the sway that the U.S. dollar has around the world. Right, and one of the witnesses for um, representing the Center for New American Security talked about something that I hadn't even begun to think about, and that is the impact it could have on banking services, basically saying that correspondent banking could go away uh, if you create these central bank digital currencies and it's sort of digital currency to digital currency, you get rid of the middleman, if you will, uh, the correspondent banking, which is a big business as we know, but also a high risk business uh, could actually uh, potentially go away. The, the private banking will still be a, a space, but they argue that private banks are gonna have to figure out other services. So I thought that was an interesting add-on because as we know from dealing with risk-related topics, um, a high-risk category has always been correspondent banking. And so maybe some would say potentially not a bad thing if they were to go away, but obviously that's pretty dramatic. Yeah. Another element that they talked about was the fact that uh, these digital currencies could be constructed in a way uh, that uh, took away a degree of transparency that is now um, indirectly built into the financial systems and financial transactions. It's the piece that allows um, uh, financial services companies and financial institutions to try to detect 
uh, suspicious or illegal activity. And depending on how these uh, central bank digital currencies were actually constructed, some of that transparency could go away, making detection more difficult and therefore uh, use for illegal purposes uh, more inviting. Right. So, so a lot here to digest. I thought the hearing was uh, interesting in that it, again, looked at folks from the outside, as I think we've talked about the Federal Reserve is doing its own internal study, as I'm sure maybe some of the Federal Reserve banks are doing. So much more to come here. But if people are interested in getting more information, it's the July 23rd hearing on the subcommittee that Elliot mentioned, and they categorized it, titled it The Promises and Perils of Central Bank Digital Currencies. Yeah, so uh, one more shameless plug. Uh, you can listen to this and all of our other podcasts on Spotify and other places that you get your podcasts. And you can find uh, more of our content on, uh, on our website, amlrightsource.com. John, have a good week and I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, and I'll probably talk to you in another five minutes. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>